Gentlemen, this is Democracy Manifest. Right now is some minor insignificant preamble to something else. Hey, welcome back to the Insignificant Others Podcast. I'm Dylan Smith. That's Bridget Bailey. Before we get into it, head down Rockledge Pub. Seven Huntington Pike. <laughs> Kitchens open daily, get the hot dog. I don't know how long I'm gonna keep doing that, but let's keep it rolling for now. I mean, maybe we should wait until we actually get the t-shirts. That's a good point. Right <laughs> now, it's just free promotion. Our right. payment. Um, this is going to be rough. I can't even see my laptop. Oh, Jesus Christ. There we go. Uh, What was I going to say? I don't know. We have a special episode today. I just want to get yes. the rundown of the episode out of the way. First things first. So, I decided that I wanted to do another reoccurring segment. The Killer Couples. We're bringing it back. This time we're focusing on the San Francisco Witch Killers. So it's a bit of a true crime episode. After that, we have Top 10 Cults. And me and Bridget had two completely different ideas of what we meant by Top Time. You had a different idea. I followed the assignment. (laughs) But we'll get there. Before that, I have something. So... I don't know. I am breathing heavy. Are you okay? You're like the guy in that bathroom. Yeah, I am. I'm scared. That's what I feel like. I'm going to start cutting my hair. But I, uh, I, fuck. Oh, there it is. Okay. Show, TV shows. Okay. So I gave Breaking Bad what I thought was a fair shake. I watched the first season and I couldn't watch any more of it. Everyone keeps talking about how good it is and how good it gets. And I'm like, all right. I'll give it another go. Break, so you have a problem watching those TV shows because they're hour long. It's not that I have a problem, but if there's something that doesn't interest me right away, like I can't pay attention. I'm automatically lose focus. Like I love Criminal Minds and I love, I love The Sopranos. The Sopranos really, really good. But there was something that like pulled me in and I gave Breaking Bad like a shot. It wasn't bad. I didn't hate it, but like I just... That's what, there that, was no drive to keep watching it. That's how I feel. It wasn't, and I, The Sopranos. I'm like I love mob stuff. Mm-hmm. Big mob movie guy. I love and just that interested me a lot. And also, there's like, there's intricacy to this plot, uh-huh. but it's not, it's not unfollowable. Yeah. So I saw this TikTok. I might have sent it to you. I don't really remember, but it was um a clip from the sopranos and it was basically just like saying how like they they use like music to like pro- like in the background to like progress like story characters like for character development and i forget what scene it was but the account was like comparing it to how like breaking bad everything's so intricate and like intricate with like the color of their shirts is shows like represents their emotions and like all this other stuff, like all this crazy stuff. When you don't have to be that deep, you how can m- just use a TV show sound like just a soundtrack. How much of that do you think is actually like real though, or that's just fans being like, like I feel like a lot of that's fan pushed. I no, feel like- a lot of oops, that was loud. A lot of it is um, uh, what's it called? Like the writer said yeah, it. Yeah, but I think it's just like. I don't know why I didn't like Breaking Bad, mm-hmm. which now I think I'm trying to get back into it because I want to figure out why I didn't like it. Yeah. I watched it in high school. Maybe that's why. Because, like, look, I've rewatched The Sopranos a million times, yeah. but I'm, I watched it for the first time at, tw- you know, at, at age 21. Yeah. And I feel like I understood the dynamic between. So one thing I never understood, and this is a spoiler, if you haven't watched The Sopranos, uh, just skip ahead to like, I don't know, like 15 seconds. So Tony dies at the end of it, obviously. 
that's the big famous ending scene cuts to black tony is either dead arrested or he it a bunch of theories yeah when in actuality they just didn't write past it that's just how they wanted to end the show yeah but one something that everyone always said was that he got killed by new york and i was like and i couldn't figure out why i'm like i watched that yeah probably before this the last time i watched it was freshman year of high school and i watched it in freshman year of high school and i said and i just never understood why what was going on with new york Mm -hmm. that like that they wanted to kill tony and then i went to my brother and i was like what what was all that because now i'm rewatching it yeah and he just got into a bit of a run-in with new york Mm -hmm. but then it gets resolved yeah and i'm on the second play season kev was like oh it had a bunch of things to do with new york killed if you're this is a huge spoiler even if you do know the ending new york killed Vito, the gay one mm-hmm. for being gay because uh the one new york guy phil leotardo and i just remembered all of this yeah phil leotardo's cousin was married to Vito. Vito left her and her kids went out and became gay and then Vito was like i'm going to kill him so then they do it because it's it's against their thing to do that yeah and it was like that topped with something else and like the tension. But you do see the intricacies of the tension building with Tony in New York. Yeah. Breaking Bad. I, I don't know why, mm-hmm. but there's a big thing about like just the implausibility of that story. Yeah. I think the first thing in my head was like, okay, why is he the best at making meth? He's the only, he's the only chemistry teacher that ever like, you know what I mean? Like. I don't think it was necessarily like, oh, he's the best at making math. I think he was just more so like he needed to do it in order for his family to survive without him after he passes. Like that that way that they're stable and that they have that money. I think that was like the driving force behind it all. I got this. And I, I guarantee there's people listening to this that watch Breaking Bad. And I yeah. could, I'm admitting it right now. I could be completely wrong. Because yeah. again, I watched this freshman year of high school yeah. and I, I could have completely just missed the whole point of the show Mm -hmm. but he starts working for this guy underneath like a clothing factory i don't know like this big time meth cooker or whatever and he starts running that facility and he's making all this money why him what did he have about you know what i mean like they said that his stuff was like blue like that was the thing like he had blue meth he said he just made pure meth which was literally just, what's it, whatever it's whatever elements added together. He's not the only one who knew that. It was in a chemistry book. Yeah, but because he's a chemist. Yes, he's a chemistry teacher, but I think it was because he was like an actual chemist. But that's my he point. He knows how to do it. But that's my point. Well, yeah, how many chemists are actually going out and making math? They're building, if, if he's able to make that much money off of it, why wouldn't they just go get another chemist? And if you don't think that there's real chemists that work for like cartels making meth i mean you're crazy they're not getting the high school teacher they're getting somebody who graduated from harvard with a chemistry degree which he could have in the show i, I have no idea i think he, I, I think he was a chemist before he was a chemistry te- i'm almost positive i don't know but you know what i mean i don't like i'm not trying to sound like a cynic because i am going to give the show another shot i'm going to give it a fair shake but what i'm saying is like it why him and like his weird guy yeah. Whatever that guy's name is. He he was like famous right after the show and then he fell off. But Jesse Pinkman? Uh, his name's Aaron something. Aaron. I don't know what his act. Yeah, it's Aaron something. Yeah. I like him in the show. I think he's actually good. I think like he has a good character arc from what I saw when he gets clean and like he gets like this crazy girlfriend in the beginning. Yeah. I actually might have watched it a lot longer than I thought I did. But like this whole thing and like my only th- the only thing I actually kind of liked in it was his character arc and like his i'm gonna become a heisenberg type Mm -hmm. of thing because i like it was kind of honest he was like i'm trying to be he has to put on like a tough guy persona so he calls himself heisenberg Mm -hmm. and he does this whole shtick but you but you see that it's a shtick yeah meanwhile in comparison to i guess tony soprano like tony soprano is just the tough guy and he always kind of plays that yeah but then I guess he I guess he does have kind of But another thing though with like Tony and like all pretty much like all the characters in the Sopranos is they are what they are, like at the surface, you know what I mean? 
Like, well, there's no... There's, like, depth to them, but at the same time, it's not like you have to really dig deep to figure it out. I would say that, too. Yeah, because... Well, Tony's the only one with depth. Yeah. I think that that's kind of the whole point. Like, that's part of his depression is that yeah. he's surrounded by, like, idiots. Like, yeah. Sill has no depth. The only thing Sill knows is the mafia. Like, Sill is supposed to be sort of this perfect... Mm-hmm. This perfect, like mafioso is consigliere that's like this uh like you never get any other information about mm-hmm. sill other yeah. than the fact that he is a consigliere and he has like a daughter yeah uh paulie you know i'm i always heard and this could be wrong i probably should look it up i don't feel like it that paulie Gaultieri's character or the actor that played him was an actual uh mob guy mm-hmm. and he's they said this i don't think that this is true but they said that the actor ad-libbed most of his dialogue. They would just tell him the situation that he was in and, like, mm-hmm. he would, like, ad-lib it. I don't believe that, but I don't Who knows? Yeah. And then he also said that in his contract, and I do believe this, that his character can never be a rat. And he wasn't. So. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I just, but that's kind of like Tony had depth. Tony had like this depression, this thing with his mom and his dad and everything. Yeah. That noise is I don't know what that crazy. Noise. But like he had this thing with his mom and his dad and it's like whatever. And he goes to the therapist and they dive deeper and Carmela and shit like that. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's as far as I'm, re- I'm going to retry Breaking Bad. Hopefully I get what people get. The only show that I'm never going to retry again is Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Did you ever I tra- try that? I watched like half of the first season. I just didn't like it. I got, I think, two seasons deep into it and just was like, you know what? I just don't give a shit about the show. It's just not that good. I, I'm sure it's good, but like, I just, I, it just wasn't my thing. So we talked about interest, intricacy. They took intricacy and blew it up by 20, and I killed it. I was like, I, I just can't. It, it like hurt to try to watch that fucking show. Yeah, there was just way too many stories going on at so once. So it was much. just and, too like, hard to so, focus. Like, like, and honestly, I watched that recently. I couldn't tell you anything. I just remember the the dad like getting beheaded or killed or whatever. That's the first episode. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. It's as much. It might as not I be the heard. first episode. It's definitely the first season. No, yeah, it's definitely the first season. You know what I heard? That actor. Mm-hmm. So his name was Ned Stark in the show. Yeah. That actor, because he always knew he was only on the show for like one season. Yeah. He had a clause in his contract that said that he gets paid every single time anyone mentions his, uh, his character's name. And they agreed to it. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? It I don't is. know how much he got paid. It could have been could have been nothing. Yeah. But... I'm sure he got something out of it. But his name's mentioned throughout the entire series all down. Yeah. We're watching normal people. We are. I love normal people. That's such a good show. I, I mean, I already watched it when I'm I first came out. I'm starting to get out. sick of it. The book. The book's so good. I'm starting to get sick of that show. It's so dramatic for no reason. Yeah. It, it's not. It's a drama. No, but it's it's like... I mean, I don't like the shows where you're like, all of this could be settled with one conversation. You know what I mean? But it's just not that easy. Not all things can be settled by one conversation. Real life is that easy. That no, situation doesn't really... happen in real life, ever. It Never. Does. No. I'm sure it does. No way. Yeah. Dylan, things just aren't easy. Like, you can't just have a conversation, ooh, and everything's fine. And the that... situation that we're talking about, and again, spoiler, but it really isn't that much of a spoiler. What at this point? At the point that I'm at right now which in the show, he... He thinks she's, like, too good for him or too rich for him, and then he just, like, ends. But, like, it's so weird. It's about teenagers banging. The whole thing is about teenagers. They're not teenagers. Well, well they are teenagers starts. in the beginning of it. Yeah, they're in college. It starts in high school. This guy played Celtic football, which is hilarious that that's the sport. Because if you're I mean, not... It's an Irish... The, it's an Irish novel and I don't even think Celtic football is really that popular in Ireland. My mom told me what Celtic football was. It's a weird sport where you have to, you get the ball, you take four or five steps, then you have to either dribble or kick it to yourself, and you do another one, and I don't know if you can do it after that, or and I think you can only pass behind you. I don't know. I don't really. Had you heard of that sport before the show? I thought he was just playing regular, like, soccer. I'm not going to lie. 
What? Yeah, I didn't really pay attention that much. The ball's in his hands the whole time. Dylan, I don't really pay attention to that kind of stuff. I have Celtic football. But good for you. He sass? I don't know. Sass much? Sass much? I don't know what you want me to say. Thank you. Congratulations. Do you sass? No, I just, I don't know. It's a little dramatic. It's not as dramatic as, like, say, like, One Tree Hill or any of those shows. No, but I understand. I, I get it. I do get it. I'm gonna give I'm I gave it a fair shake and I do like it I do like the show, yeah. so I'm gonna keep watching it. It's also you might as well just finish it. It's only one season. That's what I mean. That's the only reason I'm sticking with it. It's one season. I think they're doing a second season, but but I know how it ends. I know how it's gonna end. They're gonna end up together. Well, you'll see. That's fine. I will see. All right. Are you ready to get into the thing that I worked very hard on? I guess so. I guess so. That was allowed. Suzanne and James Carson, we will see you in Killer Couples. Welcome back. Susan and James Carson. Okay. And I have no idea who these people are, by the way. I don't know what's going on. Good. Let me tell you. They're the San Francisco witch killers. I know that. I never heard of them. They're serial killers, but they... The reason I think we never heard of them, uh-huh. uh, they weren't very prolific. Okay. Say it right now. Three kills. Not their best work. Let me give you a little bit of background on, on old James, who seems to be kind of the main guy in this. Okay. So, James was married. Mm-hmm. Had a wife and a kid. Was apparently, as his daughter says when she was younger, a good dad. At some point... uh. So through all right, so James' wife took their daughter and left. Okay. James started getting into drugs. James and I believe this wife at the time were starting to get a little bit into. They called it counterculture a lot. Bohemian. It was more like a bohemian lifestyle, like hippies. Okay. Yeah. So they, they became more of the hippies, and they were very anti-war. That comes into play later, but very anti-war people. Um, and this is around. I believe... Well, this is in the 1970s. Okay. Makes Uh, sense. He got deeper into drug use, so he wasn't just smoking hashish anymore. He got into, I believe, heroin and became increasingly abusive to both his wife and his daughter. Through a family friend at a party that actually, while he was married and with his wife at, he met Suzanne. Susan, actually. At this point, she's Susan. Uh, she was a wealthy, uh, wealthy divorcee with two sons. The sons never really get mentioned much. Um, they were married and eventually they just ran off together, right? Uh-huh. They go off to Europe. They get married in Stonehenge mm-hmm. and change their names to Michael Bear and Suzanne Bear, S-U-Z-A-M. In a letter with his daughter, it was explained that the name change was due to a message I believe she received from God mm-hmm. or she thought she was crazy. She uh, believed that she had like thoughts in her, like visions in her head. She believed that she had like God speaking to her, a lot of angels talking to so her. So she was like schizophrenic probably. Probably, like, but whom? I'm no doctor. Spent a year in Europe. They came back in 1980. They sent Michael's wife. So Michael sent his wife a, a letter Saying, hey, where are you at with my daughter? Yeah. Essentially. Uh, This led the mom to go, okay, that's good enough for me. She goes into hiding with her daughter forever because they were. So, she was so afraid that he would try to come and steal her daughter. She knew that Susan was crazy and, and she was very worried that her daughter was going to get kidnapped or, mm-hmm. and she was going to get hurt. Yeah, they were. I, there was really nothing to prove that, they, like they weren't killing at this time. There was nothing, just based on these people's personalities. She knew that they were going nuts. Uh, and this is when the the duo, or, or in Europe, is when the duo became into a, getting into mysticism. The wife had already kind of been in. Yeah, she thought that angels were talking to her. And yeah, they believe. And this, uh, so they tried to start a cult. The cult ended up just being them too. Uh huh. But like many cults. They thought that they were doing God's work. Of course they did. As per huge. Uh, oh, before I get into this letter, or before I get into the uh, the first murder, I wanted, this is a letter 
Well, this is like an excerpt from a letter that uh, Michael's daughter. Wait, this is. Oh, never mind. Okay, not a letter. So this is what Michael's daughter had to say about him. Mm-hmm. If he had fallen in love with a tele- with a televangelist, he would have became one. If he had joined ISIS, he w- or if if she had joined ISIS, he would have. He was that much of a follower. He was drawn to extremists, people he found really exciting. So he was just very influential and kind of... Or influ- well, easily, easily influenced. influenced. His... Uh, Susan was pretty influential to him. Yeah. And like I said that he's the main character. He gets talked about way more in all of the research I've done. Mm-hmm. But it really seems like she's the one pushing him to do everything. And it really... And that comes to a climax. Yeah. All right. Let's get into the first murder. The juicy bits. 1981. The deceased, Karen Barnes. No relation, by the way, to Suzanne Barnes. Now Susan Bear. Um, she was an aspiring actress, and she was their roommates. She was found dead, wrapped in a carpet, stabbed three times in the face and face and throat, mm-hmm. and had her skull crushed. She was hidden in the basement. Uh, after the murder, the pair ran, okay. and were now prime suspects. Sure. Uh, As they should be. They went to hiding. They went to Oregon. Mm-hmm. And the Carsons, when they were caught, spoiler alert, when they were caught, they eventually said that they did this because she was a witch. Leading, This is what kind of caused them to be known in the media as the witch killers. Mm-hmm. That was just a quick, the first murder, there wasn't too much. It was that. Second murder. So this is while they're hiding out in Oregon. They go to a marijuana farm. Okay. Michael is now working uh, security for the marijuana farm and has a gun. They give mm-hmm. him a hunting rifle. He was there to keep people out of the plants. Uh, they talked to the farmhands that worked also on this farm. Uh-huh. And they asked them, like, hey, what were these people like? And they were always described as anarchists, the, the pair. They were described as anarchists who believed in revolution and an upcoming nuclear apocalypse. Let's get into the second victim. His name is Clark Stevens. He was a farm worker. He had a dispute with Michael. Okay. He paid the price. Uh, He got into it with them. It never really says what it was really about, but all we know is that Susan turned to Michael and said, you know what? I think this guy's a witch. And he said, okay, and then just killed him. So it just sounds like Susan is just like dictating. She's and pointing him wherever he wants. Yeah, so this she is this is definitely why he's more talked about than hers because he's the one who's carrying out the actions. I'm aware of that, but it's like you want to call him witch killer. Yeah. She's the one who believes that everybody's a witch, and I don't even think she believes it. I just think that she thinks she has like this power over, over this him. guy. Yeah, that's exactly what that and is. And as long as he's the one killing people, and he's the one who's like, oh well, if. She's she in says, it. yeah, if she says that they're a witch, yeah. oh, it must be must be true. He's easily influenced. She's easily drawn to power. Yeah. Uh, so the police were told that of the missing person. Mm-hmm. And the bears were on the run. Okay. So, let me see right here. Yeah, okay. So, eventually they did find the remains. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was buried under... He was burnt to death and then buried under chicken fertilizer, so chicken shit. And, yeah, that's basically it. So they went on the run again. Mm-hmm. So they were I'm trying to see. Oh, wait. Oh, I'm sorry. So I said, all right, so they went to Oregon. Then they went back to California. So they were in Humboldt, California. That's where the weed farm was. I was about to say. There wouldn't be a weed farm in Oregon. Yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah. All right, so while... F- while hitchhiking after fleeing, because now they have they have no money at this point. Yeah. Though she was a wealthy divorcee, they spent a year in Europe. Yeah. They're walking around. They're looking for a place to go. They're hitchhiking. And uh-huh. they notice police cars just <laughs> flying by them. They're like, whoa. And then they park right in front of them. Uh-huh. Now they're, they're spooked. They're a couple of crankheads on the run for two murders. They have bags on them. Mm -hmm. They see the cops in front of them. They drop their bags and start screaming at the top of their lungs and just booking it. Cops thought this was suspicious. And so did the other people in a search party. I mean, you would think. Well, yeah. You just start running. 
because there was a search party looking for a missing hiker. Had nothing to do with them. The cops were just like looking for some hit yeah. for some guy who went missing while hiking. Yeah. So they're like, holy shit. One of the guys in the search party goes, huh, they dropped their bags. The police go, pick up the bags, start uh-huh. looking through it. What they find is wild. So they find a fake ID. Okay. Uh, that has a different person's name on it completely. They also find a manifesto. In that manifesto, it was belonged to Michael. It came out of Michael's bag. Written by Michael. Uh-huh. It, it described a targeted bombing and political assassinations that he wanted to carry out. Oh. This is all stuff he wanted to Good. do. Can, do you have any guess on who he wanted to kill? We're in the 80s. Who do you think he wanted to kill? The president. Did want to kill the president. He also wanted to kill Johnny Carson, Governor Jerry Brown of California. Okay. And not only did he want... So those were kind of half-hearted, like, this is how we would do it. Yeah. A detailed plan on how to kill Ronald Reagan. Detailed. To a point where the police had to... Oh, you have to warn the president anyway, but yeah. had to be warned. Yeah. Uh, Again, so that happened. They ran. Thought mm-hmm. they got away with it. Michael is now hitchhiking by himself at this point. Mm-hmm. Does not say what the hell, why he was by himself, but he was hitchhiking by himself. Okay. He's spotted by a police officer and he's arrested. He is almost immediately released. Because while he, so he was arrested because he fit the description of a sexual assault. Uh-huh. Like a sexual, uh, fit the description given by a sexual assault victim. When the victim swear, when the victim was shown a picture of Michael, she uh-huh. said that is not him. Okay. And they were like, oh, really? Because we found this hobo living outside. Yeah. Hitchhiking, coming around where you were. And she was like, nope, that's not the guy who assaulted me. So they dropped it. They asked him what his name was. He said the name on the fake ID. The fake ID being, uh, it was the name of Susan's ex-husband. It was like Rodrigo something. Mm. But they let him go. They had no clue. They had no idea who he was. They had no idea that he was linked to the other guy. He, They didn't find that out until they had already let him go. They did backup research on Michael turned out that that was a fake name on the fake license so it, it was two separate police departments yeah I think, one talk yeah. yeah one talked to the other the other said that's the guy we're looking for we have a name they go to the guy whose name it is being Susan's ex-husband yeah when they go there the ex-husband they realize that it's not him obviously they're like that's not the guy because we have the guy's picture he goes oh I know their real names their government names, which is Susan Barnes and James Carson. So now they have names. Now they have some type of a lead. Mm-hmm. And we get into the third murder. Okay. While hitchhiking, they were picked up by John Helliar. During a 200-mile ride, Susan turns to John. Mm-hmm. and Or no, t- Susan turns to uh, Michael and accuses John of inappropriately touching her while driving. She then turns to John and says, this is my favorite part because I really love how consistent she is. Guess what she called John? A witch. A powerful witch this time. Ooh. He was powerful. Ooh, this was, he this was powerful was the, this Dude, this time. is a big okay. guy. You don't touch her. You don't touch a woman's leg unless you're a witch. Unless you're a powerful witch. Well, yeah, yo. Gotta be powerful. Apparently. Michael attacks John, obviously, because you know what happens when... When wifey tells you, if you ever told me that a guy was a witch, I'll tell you what, they're getting their ass kicked. John has a gun. Michael, so John slams the brakes. Mm-hmm. Michael goes, everyone goes into the dashboard. There's a struggle. Uh-huh. John reaches for his gun. Michael then overpowers him, gets the gun. Yeah. Takes, pulls him out of the front seat. On a busy highway in front of hundreds of motorists puts a bullet right in john's head the police are called immediately the police were already on their way because of the fight and a guy slamming the brakes on the highway they were already coming yeah police are now basically almost there when he shoots the guy in the head and a police chase goes on with fucking susan the witch hunter at the wheel dude she drives fast as fuck down this highway, gets pretty far too. Yeah. Eventually crashes into a ditch. And right before she is, this is how crazy this bitch is. She is sitting outside of the car, mm-hmm. turning to police, going, 
can hey boys, can you believe how how good I'm at driving or good I am at driving? <laughs> your mama couldn't dude, she starts going, Your mama couldn't drive like that. What? Oh, and dude, she's sitting there and she's like, You men can never drive better than me. She's fucking crazy. So of course they arrest her immediately. As they should. Yeah. She's in a ditch. <laughs> uh yeah. So they get arrested. Yeah. They're brought up on all the shit that they, you know, obviously did. They were caught in 1984. They were sentenced 25 to life. Okay. Having no chance at parole, but due to a law about... So this is actually like right now. This takes us to 2020. Yeah. Not 2021, 2020. Yeah, so it's Due sure. to a law about criminals uh-huh. uh, being elderly, so 60 and above, there is a... They're, they're given a shot at parole. It's, I think it's called like the second chance. Something like that. Giving elderly people, criminals, a shot at parole... There was a chance, a chance that they make it that, they... that Michael was going to get out. Uh, in 2020, though, he lost a chance, mainly due to the brother of one of the victims, the victim of the uh, mm-hmm. his second victim, the guy Stevens, yeah, the farmhand. His brother came out, and then also Michael's child came out and said, "Do not let him out. He, sorry, he will kill again." Now the guy's 77 at this point. Uh he will kill again. Yeah. And Susan was denied. Susan actually was up for parole. So this is what I didn't get. So, oh, uh, due to prisons being overcrowded, Susan was given a chance of parole in 2015 and was denied. She will not be eligible again until 2030 if they give it, to, if they even let her. But in 2030, she'll obviously be an elderly woman. So yeah, they probably will. She'll be 88 years old, actually. Yeah. So. so they might actually let her go. But yeah, I mean that's that's basically it. I have fun facts here if you'd like to hear them. But uh, sure. Do you have any questions though? I don't. Other than that, is actually psychotic. It's wild. I thought it was. I thought it was one of the most interesting. Like, sort of. Just I I've done a, I've like looked at a lot of serial killer shit and like a lot of true crime stuff. Yeah. This was one of my favorites. I I wouldn't call them a serial killer because I think there has to be a certain number of kills. I would say three. I don't know. But that just sounded like pure chaos. That's what it was to me. It was just like pure chaos. Like none of it made sense. Yeah. And no business happening. It's crazy. And the fact that they kept getting away. I mean, these people yeah. live, lived in the goddamn wind. It like reminded me of something. Like a movie or something. I'm sorry. It was Natural Born Killers. No, not that. I've never seen that. Well, I think that they were the basis of that movie. You said that about the Kenneth Barbie Killers too, I think. But... It reminded me of some kind of, like, movie. I don't remember what movie it was. I'll have to get back to you on that. I don't know, but here's a couple of fun facts about them. So I already mentioned that they were married at Stonehenge. Yes. Uh, in the They made sure it was in the moonlight. Wow. Because which? Yeah, because they're crazy. Um, Here was... I didn't watch this mm-hmm. because I didn't even... I it was I thought about doing it, and then I was like, I don't have six hours of my time. They would only confess if they could do it. Li- Stop touching Cecil. He needed he needed attention. I'm sorry. The couple would only confess if it was live on air. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this lasted. They did it. They gave this to them. Yeah. Six hours on probably C-SPAN. <laughs> Six hours in which they confessed to killing the farmhand Stevens. By the way, they weren't even connected. They they weren't even connected to the farmhand. Yeah. Because there was no connection to him. They couldn't yeah. figure out what happened to him. Yeah. So they, of course, admit to the far- to killing him on accident. Uh, okay, so even after this, mm-hmm. guess what they pled? They pled not guilty. You're damn of course right they, they did. Deny, 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 even after you've confessed. Despite six hours of footage in which both of Michael and Susan discuss their crimes and smile, basically the entire time, like psychopaths, they both pled not guilty. When the case went to trial, even though they recanted their statements, of course they did, because that wouldn't have made any sense if they said, no, we did it, but we're going to be not guilty. Yeah. there It was too much physical and testimonial evidence uh, about the murder, like, you know, from each murder scene. Yeah, there was just an overabundance of evidence. This is what this says. So Susan's name was written on her own hand on Karen Barnes' photo, their kill list in... Oh, wait. What? Susan's name, yeah, written on it says this is on her own hand, which I didn't understand. It might be a typo. 
on Karen Barnes photos. I don't know what that means. That just that was just the, in the it was some of the evidence like this this was the the evidence. In her like in her own like handwriting maybe. I think that's what it is, but it's on Karen Barnes photos. So and she, then maybe the, she wrote on her pictures. Maybe. That's what I'm going to assume. Probably. And then it says their kill list in their own handwriting. Yeah, cuz it says in their own hand, so handwriting is what that means. That's yeah. probably just like a way to shorten that term. Yeah. There was a kill list. That was written in their own handwriting. Yeah. And then there was just actual eyewitnesses to him blowing some dude's brains out on a highway on the exactly. 101, I think it was. Yeah. Uh, furthermore, Michael wrote an op-ed letter to a famous jur- journalist, Herb Kane, who I actually think I've heard. Herb Keen, maybe? Uh-huh. Herb Kane. About how no one cared that he had rid San Francisco of its most dangerous witch, <laughs> which is Karen. Uh, the, the charmed sisters would reside... In SF until the following decade. I don't know what the fuck that means. What? I don't know. Charmed? This is this is just the evidence list. I don't. Charm sisters. That's a team. I don't know. <laughs> oh, okay. They were trying. Whoever fucking wrote down the evidence list was being cute. This literally was just a list of evidence. Uh-huh. The Charm sisters was a TV show. Yeah, Charmed. Do you not remember that? No, I. I it was um. I forgot. Busy having fun as a kid. No, it was like early two thousands. I don't know, but that's basically it. I mean. That was the whole uh, the whole case. I love how that only lasted tw- ah, 20 minutes. I got there. Sounds about right. Three pages. Proud of you and proud of your research. Good job. Round of applause. Yeah, I don't think I missed anything. It was all, it was all kind of cut and dry. They killed three people. Uh, they kept getting away, which I thought was pretty funny. And I And the craziest thing was that I picked this just basically off of a list of killer couples. Yeah. And it, I didn't even know that it literally went. That the story didn't end until last year. Yeah. And it's still kind of going on. 2030's nine years away. Yeah. If she's not dead. She'll only be 80. She'll be 88. There's a chance she's not dead. No. So there might be a follow-up. Maybe. In in nine years. All right. I don't want to be 30 in nine years. 31. We'll be... Yeah, we'll be 21. All right. Well, that's basically it. We're going to get into our top tens. Top tens. Cults. We're trying to stick stick with a theme here. I went with cults that I would like to be a part of. And I just did cults. No fun. I don't... That's what I was told. This I'm just here. See you then. Top tens. Uh, top ten cults. I took it as cults that we that we would like to join. You took it in a different way. I just took it as actual cults and things that are culty to you me. You just took it as like your favorite... Cult. Your like favorite as like <clears throat> cults, like like the ones that you like the most. I mean, like the ones that you favorite. agree, like you went with the ones that you agree with the most. I assume. No, because that's weird. You yeah. sure? Yeah, so I'm positive. Um, just just cults. When I think of cults, these are the top ten things I think about. No, but like the ones that like if if given the opportunity, you would no. join the most. No. Not that you would join them. No, I but think the that's... ones that you like agree with the most. No, I think that's how you mm-hmm. went, and that's a shame. That's a little nervous. I'll tell you I'm what's a shame. Nervous. I'll tell you what's a shame, actually. <laughs> the fact that we're the fact that continuity got thrown out the fucking window <laughs> today when I picked you up. So for anyone listening, okay. we were supposed to play it off, so we had a little bit of technical difficulties and we lost the top tens. Yeah, so thank God we didn't lose the whole episode, but we just no. lost the top tens. Yeah. And I was like, okay, we're the same thing. No, so that we have a little bit of continuity today. <sighs> and you decided to say, hey, Don, go fuck yourself. Exactly. What I'm I gonna wear saying. my. I am unwell with sweatshirt because I agree with it so much. No, just because the other clothes were That's dirty you. and I didn't feel like doing yeah. laundry, Dylan. Sure. Thank you. Sure. Thank you. Okay, so can I start? Let me start. You always start. All right, my number 10 is uh, Disney adults. They're culty to me. They are very much a cult and you can't tell me any different. And not adults who take their kids to Disney adults that like obsess over disney so my thing with this it's very weird because we literally did an entire episode where we already went through these so it's go, it's different but my thing was we planned the disney trip yeah but that's not we're being, adults yeah but that's not what a disney adult is there are the people who got mad about like the splash mountain getting rethemed like those people up there like obsessed with disney and they, their entire lives are like revolved around disney 
That's our only personality trait. No, thank you. I'll pass. I'll pass on that. That's Cold. interesting. I want to meet. Culty. I want to meet somebody like that. That's like obsessed with the Disney products. I like it. Like I like Disney. Everyone's. I'll toss on a Disney movie every once in a while. I love Disney too. And I good. love Disney parks, but I don't never to the extent that these people. will. Yeah, I mean, I wanted to go because I wanted to do the drinking around the world. Seems like a fun yeah, thing exactly. to do when, when you were twenty one. Twenty one seemed like it. That seemed like a good okay. age. I yeah. don't think because it was probably going to be like we go at twenty one, do the drinks around the world, and then we don't go back until we have kids. That's probably what it ended yeah, up. Yeah, you go every yeah, or you get like a group of friends and go. You know what I mean. If I'm gonna get a group of friends, I'll go to uh, Universal. We're doing. Or you it. just do, or now, you just do Orlando and you do both. That's all. That's the best way to do I it. I think that I'm involved in the opposite of this, which is you're mm-hmm. taking me to Orlando for my birthday. Maybe. And Oops, we're going maybe. to the Harry Potter exhibit. And if you think for and one you're second, you're obsessed with Harry Potter, and that's sickening. It gets met. It was mentioned. Like that's in every horrendous. That is horrendous. That's the bus from Harry Potter. And that sits there, and I have to look at that every single time. Every week, I have to look at that thing. Right next to Allen Iverson's statue. Yeah, and, and my and your, my your 2008, silly trophies. My 2008 Gibbon And nobody pals, cares about. Midget champs. And then there's me. I championed the little old midgets. me just sitting there. No, thank you. Okay, what's your number 10? My number 10's, uh, I'm going to go with Jonestown. I forget which one Jonestown was. It's the Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid. Jonestown puts the cool in Kool-Aid. Yeah, I... I besides, like, the killing, killing themselves and, like, the forced killing themselves. Yeah. It was kind of interesting, because wasn't it, like, this big community? I... Yeah. I'm gonna adjust my mic right quick. There we go. Um, oh, that's way better. Yeah, no, it was, like, this community, right? Yeah. Yeah. But it was, like... No, they were like scary. I don't remember. I don't know anything about they were them. Scary. It's just Jim, I just Jim Jones is crazy. Jim Jones, that's what I kind scary. of wanted. I mean, as a young child, everyone looks up and says, "I want to be like Jim Jones one day." No, nobody ever says that. Okay. I want to control a group of people. No, I wouldn't kill them with Kool Aid though. I like Hawa- even I like use, Hawaiian Punch better. They didn't even use actual Kool Aid. It's all used, brand Kool Aid. Yeah, they used a dollar store Kool Aid. That's a shame. Ah, uh, what's your Number nine, my number nine is sororities and fraternities and Greek life altogether. That shit is culty, and I'm sorry to my friends who that's are- That's also in... my number nine. Oh, that's cute. That's fun. Um, I'm sorry to all my friends who are in sororities, and I don't think anybody's in a fraternity that I know other than, like, Jim. I know frat guys. Other, yeah, other than, like, No, he's Jim. not in it anymore. Oh, really? No. Good for him. But that thing's a cult. I could never imagine being bossed around- It's a cult. By somebody, like, a year older than me to do shit. And I mean, this is just the cult. for the sense of like having like friends and sisterhoods and whatever. Yeah, no, thank you. I'll pass. It for me, it very it very slimly beat out Jonestown for cults I would like to join. Yeah, frats. It's weird the situation of like you have to like be somebody's bitch for like a little bit, and then after that you can be like their buddy. I did that. It's fake. If it, it all feels fake to me. Yeah, it's like paid friendship. No, thank you. And I'm sure it's a good time. I'm sure like the parties are a good time, and I'm sure people are gonna listen to this and be like, "Oh, they're just they don't get it, dude. They don't they don't get the brotherhood." It's like, all right, good. bro. I don't want to get it. I'm okay. I'd rather not understand it. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's so weird to me. I would never want to join a frat. I'm just not that type of guy. But frats, I I would count that as a cult. They have the ceremonies. Yeah. They do that cult. stuff. Great life. I feel like guys get into it way more than girls do. No, Actually, no, I guess no. girls do. No. Girls are very much more involved. Yeah, I don't... Guys I don't get in more trouble, but girls, it's, like, insane. All the rules and stuff, like, you can only... Per- like, you can't post certain stuff on Instagram and whatever. It's crazy. I could never. So, no. no yeah. <clears throat> What's me. your eight? My eight, my number eight is Heaven's Gate. And this was the one where um, they believed Earth was going to be recycled. And the only way to be saved is to board a spaceship and I, go up to space. I have Heaven's Gate later on the list for different reasons. Um, And then they all committed suicide. And yeah, I don't know. I didn't know anything else about it. It was them. weird. I, I thought it was interesting. They had a joke that I liked. And that's kind of all I base that off of mine's harry my next one's harry krishna george harrison of the beatles was in it obviously i want to be involved sure it was a it was like a branch of hinduism something like that yeah either yeah. buddhism or hinduism it was it was hinduism i know that but uh yeah harry krishna 
Yeah, they abused children. They so. got in trouble for abusing children. So, do you still want to join that? I wouldn't. I am a Catholic. What's your next one? <laughs> um, My number seven is... Yeah. It is Scientology. That shit's freaky. I didn't... Oh, uh, wait, I did... So, Scientology made my list. I thought That I shit's freaky. Even though, like, it's seen as a religion. That's the interesting thing. So, it's seen as a religion in, like, the United States, but places like Germany, and I can't think of another country. Because I watch this, like, video, and, like, they explain Scientology. Um, But other countries look at it as a cult. I know Germany was definitely one, and, like, another one, like, in Europe. So, what I know of Scientology, it they, first off, have a fleet of boats. Yeah. I don't know what they're doing. But they have a fleet of, like, ships. Well, didn't it come from, like, it was a science fiction writer. Yeah, so I... And I'm, he was also a navalman, wasn't he? I'm not sure. I know I he had a, he had a boat. So I'm not, um... I, I've i watched a bunch of stuff on Scientology. It interests me a lot, Don't that you? religion. I love that stuff. It's so it, scary, though. It's so weird, and it's so... It's weird because we're still living through it. Like, yeah. it's gonna blow up yeah, like at some the point. Yeah, What's her name? Leah Remini. Leah Remini. Leah Remini. Yeah, her it's like, gonna the blow documentary up. she did is fucking wild. Well, there's also like the thing about, so the I, there's something, <clears throat> and now I'm gonna sound like I'm uninformed because I probably am. I've just watched a bunch of documentaries cause, and jo- listened to Joe Rogan's podcast, but it, so Leah Remini always talked about, I think it's the leaders, the now leader. Yeah. His wife is just missing non-existent just does it she just, i don't know what she's doing she's, she's dead it's gonna blow up on that religion he definitely killed her he definitely killed her like think about it like the, she definitely tried to leave and no yeah off there's there's never been no more there's never been more people uh coming out about this religion than now it's going to blow up yeah and you know what's interesting hold on we were talking shit on scientology the first time we tried recording this they fucking stopped us God damn it. Fuck you, Tom Cruise. Do you know how much of a pain in the ass that was? Bridget didn't even, couldn't even find her other outfit. I know. I but yeah, Scientology, I mean, it's awesome. You know what's annoying, too? In the, the the episode, the rest of the episode, I'm wearing a Top Gun shirt, too. Big Tom Cruise fan. I do love Tom Cruise. Are you a member? Is that? Did no, you get rid of this? I just love Tom Cruise. Are you going to trash this one, too? No. I'm on to you, Bales. All right. What's your number seven? My number seven is the branch dividends. Only because of the gun battle at the end's pretty fucking sick. I don't know anything about them other than there was an intense gun battle that ensued, killing four agents along with six branch div- div- Davidians, Davidians members. The incident sparked a 51-day standoff, which is so fucking long. It's almost two months. Uh, standoff that would come to a deadly conclusion at April 19th, 1993, when negotiations stalled following the release of 19 children. The FBI and state authorities moved into moved in on the compound, with tanks firing tear gas as television cameras carried live captured live pictures on cable and news net- networks. A major fire erupted inside the compound as the branch Div- Davidians they set their own compound ablaze. In the end, 76 people were killed in the building. Investigators determined those who did not perish in the fire died of gunshot wounds and or from being crushed when the concrete wall collapsed. I mm-hmm. think I would have survived. Yeah. And I would have wrote a book and I'd have been a millionaire. Wow. Okay. Well, I'm going to uno this back to you because uh, the Branch Davidians, that was my my next one. Well, that I'm was gonna, my number six. Fine. I'm going to pull a two card out. I'm going to go with Heaven's Gate. Oh, Jesus. All right. So now I guess we're at number five. We're just jumping all over. Yeah. So right. I just sent it right back to you. <sighs> okay. No, but wait. Well, the the joke I wanted to say about Evans Gate. Go for it. In the suicide, <laughs> they all had bands on their arms. So Evans Gate was against suicide. Yeah. The way that they justified it was pretty funny. The people that committed suicide, the bands on their arms, it said the away team. Yeah, but pretty the, fucking. But funny. the leader also killed himself too. It was yeah. like him and thirty eight others, so they just didn't know what the fuck they were doing. No, they just no, they justified it by saying that they were going by saying they were going to a different dimension. The away team. Fucking hilarious. I guess. Okay, so my number five is Nexium. It was started by Keith Ramirez in like the late nineties and it was marketed as a self help group and provided workshops, but turned out to be like a sex cult. And he, the reason that I picked this one is 
because it is definitely what the cult episode of Boy Meets World was based off. Which I did say this. It, it sucks because we literally had this exact same conversation. I'm just remembering this. My no, mine of the exact same number was that I had the cult from Boy Meets World on there. Oh, your number five. Yeah, the one that uh, Mr. Feeney single handedly takes down. Oh, cult. Yeah, like, no, it was all about like hugging them and like. Yeah, and you're gonna tell me that's not what that was based off of? I'm like 100 percent like positive. Did he go to jail? The Nexium guy? I don't know. I just like read an article of like prolific cults in America and. It just gave, like, a brief description. He probably did go to jail. I don't know. This is what I did want to bring up when we talked about this last. That whole thing. Mm -hmm. So, there was definitely a point where they were trying to warn kids of cults. Because, like, if you look at, like, the 90s, like, there was, I feel like, an uprising. Or the 80s and 90s were, like, an uprising of cults. There literally was. When I was in school. And I've asked a bunch of people about this. Nobody remembers it. But there was a religion book. You remember the name? We Believe. We Believe. I love the We Believe book. For my religion class. And in that book, mm-hmm. there was like a, what would you, there was a thing at the bottom of it. I think it was, what would you do? Yeah. And you would write the, it was like a writing prompt. Yeah. And it was like, it was this whole thing about your sister joins a cult and then she's sending <laughs> you letters and she's saying, you should come join the cult. These people are cool. And it's like, what would you do? And I was just sitting there, and, like, I didn't realize until, like, recently, I was, Mm. like, I answer questions about, like, what I would do if my sister was in a cult, Mm. and I was, like, were they, was the church or anybody actually, like, worried that kids were going to be joining cults or starting them? It was so weird. But, yeah, man, glad I didn't. Yeah. We're starting a cult right here, the insignificant cult. No. I'm very. Join us. Set in my Catholicism. Thank you. I know we have much. one member. Shout out Joe Lamelza. <laughs> That's our only member. He's he Stop. likes he, he's the only one that likes the YouTube every single time. Shout out Joey. Okay. All right. So that was your number five. Yeah. Okay. Well, my number four. It was called Angels Landing. It was a cult led by Lou Castro in Kansas. I don't know where in Kansas. Um, who believed he was an angel and a seer and was able to see the future and when somebody would die. And that's why they all followed him around. And then what I think that cult? what was that cult called? Uh, Angel Angels Landing. I think. I'm sorry, it, I keep fucking with the microphone. There was, we go. Angels Landing. I never heard of that. Yeah, I know. I was on that list. Um, I think it happened like not super super recently, but like at least maybe late 90s, more so like mid 2000s. But yeah, I don't know. I just thought that one was interesting. The fact that they like fucking just followed this guy around because they thought like he could see when you would die. It's weird. Like, yeah. nobody can actually, like, predict that. It's wild. Yeah. That is interesting. My next one is Scientologist. We already got into it, but I'll say why. Why? I, kn- I know for a fact I would end up being a Tom Cruise level actor. Scientologist. Where I, would, I, I guarantee... My fucking mic, man. I keep... I can't... I don't know what a good place to keep it. I would end up... I would either be a Joe Rogan level podcaster. Okay. Or a Tom Cruise level actor. Hmm. Guaranteed. I don't... Guaranteed. Maybe. I don't know. Okay. My number three? This is three, right? Three. Yes. My number three is the cult from that Netflix documentary we watched. I can't... What was okay, it so my Rashid? number my number three was that too. It's the Rajneeshis. Raj, yeah, that was wild. That was the best. I don't even think... it. They were like just so self-sustaining. And I, you know what? Like, they were a little weird. Like, they, they were, were actually con- They were, like, communists. Yeah, and they were, like, really weird, but at the same time, like, nothing, like, ridiculously, like, crazy. You know what I mean? Like, Go watch Wild Wild Country if you want to know more about this. Uh, it's is, crazy. I uh, love that talk. That is that the series. documentary you yes. watch? So, they had this big, uh, basically, like, so... It's almost like a gated community. Well, they took over, they took over, like, a small town somewhere. And it was this this Indian guy from India, and he drove a gold Rolls Royce, and he just like sent people out to basically start a cult. I think I haven't seen the documentary in a while, but essentially they take over this county. Mm-hmm. It's run by this chick who I think is like on the run. She's in like Australia now right now. Now she's on the run. Yeah. Yeah, my aunt Sheila, I will, the Indian Swiss spokesperson. She's in Switzerland. So 
they took over this thing, this town. They only wore red, and they like built this small, yeah, like you said, gated community with stores that only sold red clothing, and like it's crazy. And then the town folks started to revolt a little bit, and it all ended up with them poisoning people uh, by putting E. coli into E. coli, e. coli yeah. into into local like salad places to somehow try to like rig an election. Yeah. I don't know how they thought that was going to swing the vote. I'll be honest, I fell asleep during the documentary. Go watch Wild Wild Country. The first episode is wild. They look like they're having like the best time in the world, like well, building their houses and yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's why it's number three on my list. It look it seems comfortable. Yeah. And the guy in the thing, he they, didn't go to jail. Like the guy who was who they interviewed, he didn't go to jail or anything like there that. There was, I think, I didn't finish it. I I just remember the first episode. I think there was like more to it. They probably did like shitty stuff too, but. Oh well, yeah. they were they were dancing naked and stuff like that. There was like kind of a sex cult, which is just even yeah. even more cool. All right. Okay, what's your number two? Uh, it is the or your number three. I'm sorry. Oh, that was my your... number. That was my number three. Okay. So it's back to you, actually. All right, my number two is the Manson family. Of course. my number two is also the Manson family. We've just joined what? the same cults. Yeah, that's no, why I'm we're not... starting a cult, the Insignificant Others cult. I'm not joining a cult, and then join us. I would never join a cult. I'm sorry, but um, yeah, the Manson family. You yeah, can't the... leave out the Manson family. They were cool as shit. They weren't, Dylan. They weren't. They I didn't kill that a... many people, but they were fucking crazy. I know for a fact that if I was involved, I could have turned things around. A, you were on a pretty cool like dude ranch that was also where people fi- where they filmed pretty cool cowboy movies. I feel like you're just getting this from no. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yes, of course I am. But yeah. I also know that Charles Manson tried to be a singer, and I think I could have talked him into. Pers- I could have pr- talked him into pursuing and that. And he failed. No, I could have kept him from he going crazy. Failed. I could have kept them in line. I would have been in check. It would have ended up being the Smith family. And you know what? I'd have gotten a Nobel Peace Prize at some point. The Manson family. I would have, I would have been it. I would have... Sharon Tate would have joined us with her baby. No. Yes. They would have been the Smiths. Mm. All right. What's your number? Or should I go? It's your turn. Oh, I guess so. All right. My number one is Jonestown. Jim Jones. Wild. Already got into it. Yeah, I know. The best. No. No, they're not. You think that they're the best. I don't think that they're the best. You agree it's with just them the most, most like fucked up. No, that's not what me Like and I you, said, they put the cool and Kool Aid. Me and you took these um lists and no, it's very, fine. very it's like different which ones matters. do you agree with no. the most and you agree with the Jonestown ones. No, I mean, just, they came in a number nine for me, but that's fine. Dylan, please shut up. I would love for you to don't just stop. My number one Thank you. is CrossFit and Soul Cycle. Okay. I'm going to put them in as just a fitness freaks cult. Okay. Uh, every single person I've ever met that does CrossFit is obsessed with it, and they think that's the only way you can work out. That's okay. not true. In fact, I, th- I actually have heard a bunch of stuff about it not really being that great for you Yeah. as far as longevity and like your your joints. Sure. Uh, Soul Cycle, I mean, I think things are going to come out about Soul Cycle. I'm going to throw a little bit shade at Soul Cycle. Soul Cycle is weird, guys. It's weird. You're riding on a bicycle, and it's also a motivational speakers class. It's a, just a spin class. That's it. It's, just, it's literally a spin class. Motivational spin class. Yeah, it's a spin class. It. I don't That's trust it. it. People treat it like it's a religion. It's another thing. And here's the thing, though, is I think all spin classes are pretty much like that. It's just Soul Cycle is like a brand. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm coming at everything that's like that. Work out on your own time in shame. Sure. That's what you should do. That's what everybody should do. No, I don't think so. Yes. All right. I have some honorable mentions. Go for now it. Now that I've had time to think about it. Uh, girls in M- MLMs. MLMs. Those are like pyramid schemes. See, you don't have to deal with this because you're not on Instagram and you're also not a girl. But like every once in a while you get a DM from somebody who's like, hey, girl, I saw your profile. You're so pretty. Would you like to try my products? 20% off. Yeah, MLM scheme. 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 Scheming. Pyramid schemes. No, I like Fake. a pyramid scheme though. I don't. Why? They're annoying. They're annoying and annoying ridiculous. You. Yeah, no. Pyramid schemes are, I mean, if you can get on top of a pyramid scheme. So, yeah, no, I, I switched that. My number one is pyramid schemes. I would love oh, to, I don't treat Christ. it as a cult, but I, it's not really a cult. It's a business. Yeah, dude, if you're on top of a pyramid scheme, even if it all goes downhill, you make a ton of money for nothing. Yeah, and if you're not on top, you look like an idiot. Okay, and then my other honorable mention, and I always see this on TikTok, so this is why, like, I thought of it, Ray Dunn women. 
I don't know what that is. Okay, is that so like cosmetic chicks back in the day? No, 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 no. You're thinking that's like Mar- that's Mary Kay and Avon. No, Raydon. So you ever go in the Marshalls? I think your mom actually has some like Raydon stuff upstairs. But just look it up. It's like a specific brand, like home goods brand, and it's always in Marshalls, and it's like actually really, really expensive if you buy it anywhere but Marshalls. And these women are obsessed with it, and they'll run into Marshalls and like wait outside in lines for to get all the rate done stuff and it's just it's fucking ridiculous actually fucking ridiculous what is it wait so it's right on oh okay no i get i get it now so i yeah you know the stuff that says like bath or like yeah it just has like words written in the what is it papyra writing papyra papyra that's like the font or papyrus whatever i guess did you look it up no, I was looking up something funny to show you, but I couldn't find it. Okay. Well, Ray Dunn women. If you know, you know. Wild. I, I never knew it was a cult until somebody, like, pointed it out. Yeah. On TikTok. Ray Dunn women. Stop. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> That's disgusting. And that, are you logged into our Google account? Uh, no, I'm on mine. Thank God. <laughs> Oh, uh, okay. I think this is a good good place to just just leave off. I showed Bridget a picture of penises. Yeah, that's <laughs> terrible. That's, okay. Oh man, well, we have fun, guys. Thank you for listening. Remember to rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. Full video available on YouTube if you want to see Bridget's reaction. Uh, and that yeah. Uh, please like and subscribe. It takes two seconds for you to do it. it means a lot to us, and uh. That's it. That's about it. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next week.